is the lover and the fighter podcast with josh cohen and dean thomas Indeed it is, the Lover and the Fighter podcast. I would be the lover, a.k.a. Brother Love, J to the C. That would be the UFC's king of all media, the fighter, Dean Thomas. It's been a long time. It has been. Not that long. I mean, it's been, what, two weeks? Bro, more like three weeks. Oh. Maybe Man, time like flies. Weeks. It's time flies. That's the problem. It does. We were in Vegas for UFC 266. You went back for fight night the week following. You're in town this weekend. This weekend, we're going to go right to boxing first and foremost as we get started. It is for the World Heavyweight Championship of the World Heavyweight Championship, World Championship of the Heavyweights of the World. I did that like your boy Tyler, the creator. Yeah. He brought me a birthday present on my birthday to my birthday party. How's he say it? How's he say it? I don't know. You say it better than I do. The birthday present with the birthday present. How you going to come on my birthday with a birthday present on birthday with a birthday present on my birthday party for my birthday with a birthday present for my birthday? <laughs> And they smashed him over the head. He smashed yeah. him over the head. It's hilarious. That's one of the best best bits I've seen in That's a while. That's some funny shit. Yeah. It really is. Uh, I made you nervous right there. You forgot we were on podcast. I forgot not we were on podcast. I mean, that always makes me and nervous. I, I prefer not to, to go that route. Sure you don't. Congratulations, by the way, Dean Thomas. Earlier today, we do a daily radio show called Josh Conner, the home team. Dean Thomas, of course. And uh, it's ESPN in South Florida, ESPN West Palm Beach. Earlier today, there was an office celebration. It was Hispanic Heritage Month, celebrating Hispanic heritage, Hispanic Latino heritage. And you actually, you won the trivia contest? I won the trivia contest. I have no idea how, it, but the, the names were on the board, and I kept seeing my name. I was in like fifth place, fifth place for like the whole time. And then I just crept up on the last couple questions, came down to the last question, and I came in first place, and I won. And that's beating teammates of ours that are from Mexico. Yeah, from Mexico, born Argentina. And that's right. And born and raised. Now people, and I schooled them. People from Argentine, excuse me, damn, I just ruined it, son of a bitch. People who are from Argentina are referred to as? Argentinians. No, but Argentine. No. Yes. Really? You didn't know that? I didn't know that. You, then you should I, take back I your take back my championship. Yeah. Yeah. That question from, wasn't on there. If you're from Argentina, you're Argentine. You're yeah. an Argentinian. See that question? Argentine. All right. So tomorrow night is the heavyweight championship of the world in boxing. There's probably two events a year that we get excited about for boxing. And this is a mainstream event. And there's three reasons why. A, it's a black guy versus a white guy. <laughs> Right. Let's yeah. be honest. Yeah, yeah, let's be honest. You're it, right. It's heavyweight division, right. which always creates excitement and interest. B, it's a black guy versus a white guy. C, we can pronounce their names. Well, and then also, too, is that like if you had to have, have a D, you'd say America versus England. Right. Yes. Yeah, so. Even though a majority of people are rooting for England. I know. Ain't that crazy? Which is weird. Which is weird. But, but, it, but heavyweight boxing is relevant when it's relevant. Yeah. And heavyweight boxing is always a little more than the other weight divisions. Fight fans love the fights, and they understand who this guy is and that guy is and who this girl is and who that girl is. But the reality is, once in a while, boxing needs a mainstream of fight to get attention, to sell pay-per-views, and really just for the public to be aware that it's happening. So these are easy-to-pronounce names. It is a black guy versus white guy. Mm-hmm. They are heavyweights. There's history, remember? Yeah. Wilder in the first fight knocked Fury down, and then he rose like the WWE yeah. wrestler. I mean, that was surreal. The Undertaker, yeah. right? He rose he from the like, dead. <laughs> and then the second fight was a big event, and it was right before we had pandemic. It was the last big boxing event before pandemic, as a yeah. matter of fact, because I believe it was February of 2020. So in that fight, you saw... Deontay Wilder come to the ring in some stupid costume that was lit up and supposed yeah. to be scary and bejeweled and bedazzled. And then when the fight began, um, he claimed that his legs were tired from wearing his costume <laughs> to the ring, 
which is, I mean, there's excuses in life and there's explanations, Dean Thomas. That's, that, that one felt like more of an excuse. That was definitely an excuse, and it didn't seem realistic. Yeah. And it was almost like, I mean, you had to have tried that thing on before and knew what you were getting into. <laughs> you had to know how much it weighed before you put it on. I don't care how much it weighs. If it's 40 pounds, it's 40 pounds. Okay, so... You're trying to put on this little show to get to the ring, but then you get the bottom line is whether or not it wore him out. It was 40 pounds. Who cares? Mm -hmm. Like, seriously, the fact of the matter is he was not prepared for Tyson Fury to be moving forward. Tyson Fury to be putting that pressure on him. That's not at all what he expected. That is a departure from their first go round. So whatever it was, he didn't look like he, I mean, if you watch that fight, Deontay Wilder looks a little bit uh shell shock yeah oh he was shook he looks a little shook he looks a little shell shocked he looks a little what is happening right now and he was a little flinchy yeah i mean he looked like he i mean he he got exposed i mean you he talk about exposed. this in football all the time right. like when we really find out what a per who a person is mm -hmm. when things get a little hot for him mm -hmm. and when things got a little hot for him he got exposed like he his lack of boxing ability was shown he was a significant favorite in the original fight, significant favorite in the rematch, and now he's an enormous dog. And by that, I mean Tyson Fury. Today is Friday, day before the heavyweight championship of boxing between black guy, white guy, whose names you can pronounce. Well, not only can you pronounce their names, but they're also Fury and Wilder. It's perfect. I mean, it's, you couldn't get better boxing names than that. You, these are, it, it, like, if you had a movie, a fictional <laughs> yeah. movie, yeah. Right, Tyson you want because Mike Tyson. Right. Fury, Rage yeah. and Fury. Wilder, he's wild. Yes, he's and, wild. And you would think that they were just like, oh no, no way would their names be that. So if you're punching in uh, Wilder into your Airbnb, um, it probably allows you. But yeah. once you punch in your first name, yeah. Deontay, Deontay, yeah, it logs yeah, you nope. off. The Dave Chappelle theory. Dave Chappelle new special on Netflix, by the way. I heard just I haven't seen it yet. But I've heard he's dropped. getting into some heat too. Oh, I'm sure he is. Yeah. But back to this fight, getting into some heat. Uh, Wilder's in some heat because he's a substantial dog. He's a Plus 230, 235 underdog in this spot. And some people want to see if he can actually box with the boxer or if he's just going to try to find spots to throw enormous bombs and get out of there. Well, I mean, there are some advantages to what happened the first two two times in the fight if he goes back and is honest with himself and realizes that he can't really box with this guy. He doesn't seem to be able to be honest with himself. Yeah. And that's the problem is that he doesn't seem to be honest with himself. I do think that there are some moments where, like, he's tall, he's long enough to where he could establish, if he can establish a jab, he may be okay. Like, because that jab would keep the pressure of Tyson Fury off of him. Mm -hmm. If Tyson Fury decides that he wants to walk him down again, the jab may be able to do some things. But I just, you know, like you said, he can't be honest with himself. He's a bit egotistical, and I think he relies so much on his power, and that's going to get him in trouble again. He's a little delusional. Yeah. And in... Well, I mean, in life, when you when you learn to realize what you are and what you're not, what you can be and what you won't, that moment is like a breakthrough moment. Mm -hmm. And if you're a fighter, especially if you're a, like if you're if you're a field goal kicker, I want you to think in football that you can hit from 75 yards. I want you to think that everything's going through that you're the most important player on the team. I want that false confidence. But false confidence in boxing costs you your life. Yeah, in combat you can't have that because no. you you can really get hurt. Yeah. What's the worst that happens if you think you can hit 75-yard field goals in football? You miss. You miss, and then that, that's it. Right. Yeah. What, but what's the worst thing that happens if you think you can do things in fighting that you can't do? You're doing things you shouldn't be doing. You could lose your life. Yeah, you're in the hospital. So or worse. You stand these two guys side by side, and you go, one of these dudes looks like a killer. Yeah. And one of these <laughs> dudes looks like your UPS driver. Yeah. <laughs> and I'll let you guess which is which. Like, Tyson Fury does not look like not only a world-class athlete, he does not look like a fighter. No. He is doughy. 
and he's soft, and he's got dad bod and then some, and he's coming a little fatter for this one. Is he really? He's a little fatter for this one. I don't know what the official weigh-in was, yeah. but saw him earlier in the week. Um, this is where like looks can be deceiving. So you just talk about what we've seen, the sample size of the two fights. How many rounds, like Timothy Bradley pointed out, how many rounds in the previous two fights did Deontay Wilder actually win? We know he had the knockdown, then they had the late knockdown, Mm -hmm. and that fight was considered a draw. But how many rounds did he win between the two fights combined? I mean, I don't know, because I know he didn't win any in the last fight. Didn't seem that way. And then uh, in the first fight, he might have won the two rounds that he got the knockdowns in. Maybe. And that might be all the rounds that he's that he's won, just two rounds in two fights. Remember how the second fight ended? It was his corner throwing in the towel. Right. What does that tell you? Does it tell you anything? That heavyweights, and here he is in this rematch, and the corner says, uh-uh, that's a... Because he seemed lucid, but he also seemed, like you and I pointed out earlier, you know, they got a better view than we do. Yeah. And, and we got a pretty good view. They know our guy doesn't really want to be here. Right. I know, but the fact that like he really demanded this rematch, mm-hmm. like he really fought for, like, because no one really wanted to see it, because everybody wanted to see the Tyson Fury Anthony Joshua fight. So like when he came in to and and tried to get this rematch, everybody was like, "Oh, what is he doing?" And it, it turns out that it was the right move. It was, but now, now we have to question whether he really wants it or not. Yeah, whether well, he wanted to be there. Didn't seem yeah. that his corner threw in the towel last time round. Uh, don't forget that was not a referee decision. Um, that was the corner saying. Uh, right. We're done. Yeah. And then Wilder seeming to pretend as if he was mad about no, that. Oh, no. Yeah. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> no, stop. Don't. <laughs> Woo. Yeah. <laughs> A little bit of that. What do you expect to see tomorrow night in this fight? I expect to see Wilder get beat up because yeah. when a technician finally figures you out, there's really no coming back. Unless you try to do, unless you can do something different, which is we established already, we doubt. I don't know if he's mentally capable of saying all right i need to do something different. i gotta be real yeah, with myself yeah and then physically like if he tries to do something different he's just going to be a shell of himself yeah. so i don't really like his chances in this fight in fact you know him being a plus 200 plus two twenty two thirty ish 230 to me that's to me that is generous yeah, really i think so yeah so he should be a bigger dog, you think? I think he should be a bigger dog. Wow. Um, I'm going to take Tyson Fury. Minus 270 we're seeing on the ESPN screen right now. Deontay Wilder plus 220 on the comeback. Obviously, there's no consensus on that. Um, but um, I'm going to take Tyson Fury, who just feels like he knows what he can and can't and is able to do. And I think Wilder's going to be a little bit wilder. Exactly. I think Wilder's going to be a little bit wilder looking for that home run trying to throw something just to get out. Trying to, well, trying to get it back. Yeah. You know, yeah. And, and that's what, and what happens is like Tyson Fury, like Tyson Fury is very honest with himself. Mm-hmm. He's honest with himself about how he looks, about his mental issues, about, about everything. Like everything he says is very comes from an honest place. Water seems to be in the very opposite. So you know he's going to come out, try to throw something big and try to get it over with and yeah. prove to everybody that he's, you know, the, the best heavyweight in the world. And I don't think it's going to work. Tyson Fury, greatest name in boxing history. Yeah, for sure. Tyson Fury. For sure. Worst body, perhaps, in yeah. heavyweight history. Worst body. Yeah. Best his, name. His voice always sounds like he spent the night before screaming and yelling, <laughs> and like in a pub. Yeah. It's my. It's, it's very raspy. Yeah. It's like, it's my, I'm going to knock you out. Yeah. Again, I'm going to knock you out. <laughs> the funny thing is, is that Tyson Fury's father sounds exactly like he does. Yeah. Like, like if his father was in trouble, he could get, his son could get on the phone and pretend it was him. Yeah. <laughs> it's very rare that you have like father and son that share a voice. They share, my buddy Gary Nicholas, his father Jack Nicholas, greatest golfer of all time. They have the same exact voice. Oh, yeah? Like, Frank Sinatra Jr. did not have his father's voice. Right. He, he could make it sound a little bit like it, but not. But, but Tyson Fury's dad and him sound exactly the same. 
Oh, how about Tyson and his brother? Like, could you have two more opposite brothers? <laughs> one's really good looking, yeah. and the other one's a good boxer. Yeah, yeah. What? <laughs> like, one's really good looking. He can't really box that well. The other one is terrible looking and boxes. You want really the craziest well. out of all? Tyson Fury could be my son. Like, Stop. biologically, he, he's dude. He's how old is he? He's thirty three years old. Oh my god! Right. So there. I mean, I mean, I'd be pushing the limits, I guess, a little bit of biology, but it's possible yeah, the father. Possible. Right. So he looks like he could be my dad, but yet I know genetically, I'm yeah. able to be his dad. Like he looks, he looks well into his forties. He does. All right, we're moving on there. That's 10 seconds, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Speaking of boxing, let's stay with the Fury family, Tommy Fury and Jake Paul. It looks like it's going to happen. It looks like your fighter, your A1 from day one, Tyron Woodley, got that I love Jake tattoo for nothing. It looks like the fight's not going to happen. It looks as though there's a deal done between Jake Paul now and Tommy Fury. And this is a bet. And Jake Paul says, if you lose, you have to legally change your name for one year so your name is Tommy Fumbles. <laughs> not Fury, but Fumbles. Yeah, fumbles. <laughs> right. Um, this is a fight that is a lot more appealing. From I mean, Jake Paul's a businessman. Yeah. He's changed boxing. Ha, for sure. I no was, doubt. Listen, I was there in yeah. Cleveland on August the 29th. I was in there talking to him in post, in, in, in media, and sensing, oh my God, everything in boxing changed tonight. It really is a celebrity boxing kind of a YouTube thing. The crowd was 17 years old and female. Everybody was there by 6.30, 7 o'clock at night. They were into the fights. Every fighter said the same thing. I've never been in a fight, in a crowd, in an arena with this kind of energy and vibe. Everybody. Like a concert, huh? Uh, Amanda Serrano was yeah. like, uh, I've never felt the vibe like this in my life. Yeah. It. Listen, it was bizarre. Yeah, it, boxing events are, aren't like that. No, they're not. <laughs> yeah. Normally, it's 65-year-old Cuban grandfathers. Yes, exactly. Right? And your Uncle Mario. Yeah. <laughs> It's not 17-year-old girls all dressed up for YouTube and TikTok. Yeah. And that's what it was for this fight. Tommy Fury and Jake Paul um, will sell, and it will be interesting. And you got the really good-looking guy, and the young ladies love him, and the young guys are all about the Jake Paul regardless. But really, this is another... I mean, at least he's a boxer, right? Yeah. At, at least he's a sort... I mean, he's not a great boxer, but at least he's a boxer. Yeah, at least he's a boxer. But again, like, Jake Paul is very smart about his matchmaking. Mm -hmm. This is another fight in which he can possibly he can win. win. Yeah. He could win this fight. Yeah. I actually think this might be easier for him to win than uh, the fight against Tyron Woodley. Yeah. Like, I think that Jake Paul matches up well against T Tommy Fury. Tommy Fury did not look good at all in his boxing match against, uh, I can't even remember his name. It was, um, I was there. It was uh, Greg, uh, what the hell was his name? I don't know, but all I know is that after he fought, he tried to come out on the floor to watch, you know, the main event, and they wouldn't let him. They, they were <laughs> like, you know, and he goes, I just fought. He's like, I was just, I was just in that ring. I just fought, and the security guy didn't <laughs> believe him. And so he looks at me, and he goes, "Tell him that I just fought." He says, "I pulled the uh, out of my back pocket, you know, the the lineup." Yeah, and I said, "Yeah, that's him right there. He just lost to uh, to Tommy Fury." <laughs> and they go, "Go ahead." <laughs> like I had, to, yeah, I no had to vouch kidding. for him. I mean, and listen, and, I forget and his name. I, no, I can't remember. He's his a little name. guy. He's a little. Listen, he's a little guy. He's a he's a five hundred MMA fighter. Really? Yes, he wasn't even a good MMA fighter. I didn't. And know Tommy that. Fury. Had trouble with him. Yeah, well, yeah, he didn't finish. He didn't finish him. Yeah. I mean, he won. He won yeah. every round, but yeah. he didn't like look dominant. No, he didn't. So, I mean, that tells you something. Well, yeah, Jake Paul knows how to pick opponents yes. for fights he can win. Yeah, that are going to sell pay per view and create social media buzz. Yeah, and it might be Tommy Fumbles. And I think by, so. the, by the time it's all done. Meanwhile, meanwhile, Big Brother or Half Brother uh, Tyson Fury says that if he loses, uh, he does have to change his name. He did. Yeah, and so then their father 
they share the father, uh-huh. obviously, said uh, in his Tyson shared fury voice, they have the same voice. Um, he had some comments saying he absolutely, yeah, he said, he said, I'll beat him with a bamboo stick. <laughs> if he loses to Jake Paul, I will beat him with a bamboo stick. I mean, trust me, they, they are going to go to work in camp. Yeah. They're going to go. I to hope that fight isn't in Cleveland, though. Cleveland's a great city. It was a great host for the last one. But I hope that they fight it in Vegas or somewhere a little more international. Yeah, they, I mean, they have to. I mean, dealing with this. Jake was talking about being in Cleveland, how much he enjoyed that. But I think he'd have a lot better. Well, first of all, they sold out Rocket Mortgage Fieldhouse. That's where the Cavs play. Yeah. It was sold out. The place was, was packed at 6.30 p.m. There wasn't one ticket available on StubHub. There, at 6.30 at night, Sunday, there wasn't one ticket available on StubHub. Mm. that's how I big mean, that's of an event right that was there. all right let's move along real quick we got 30 seconds to spend on mr nick diaz um two weeks ago ufc 266 you saw him early in the week yeah. i saw him on thursday i had a chance to ask him a question during the press conference he didn't want to be there no he, he didn't want to be there didn't want to participate we've been through all that um during the fight he had a chance he was asked do you want to continue and he said no right and then he said in the ring after at the cage after look i was bleeding everywhere i don't want to make a mess yeah and he said i knew I had it coming to me yeah. What do you think he meant by that? Well, I mean, he knew. Like, I, I don't think he showed up to win. I think he just showed up because it was he felt like, obligated to do that. And I don't think he showed up to win. But I, but he also, like, when the fight started, he wasn't going to allow himself to get pummeled. Right, right. So, like, he fought the best he could have. And then when things got too, too, too rough for him, he said, all right, let me get out of here. Well, guys nose broke, yeah. too. He said, let me get out of here. And they didn't fight through that. Are we going to see him again? I don't think so. I doubt we'll see him again. Yeah, Everybody's like, oh, yeah, let's see him again. And I'm like, man, why don't you ask him if he wants to fight again? Exactly. He didn't look like he wanted to fight that time. But I think the moment that everybody's like talking about now that some people are forgetting about is what Robbie said to him after the fight. Yeah. And that was that was touching. Where he said, are you all right, man? Yeah. I mean, in life. Yeah, in life. Let's get this right. Yeah, and he said, let me know if there's anything I can do to help. For sure. And I think that that was a special moment because like when you think about Robbie Lawler, you don't think about Robbie Lawler. His that ruthless. Type, yeah, is that type of character. Right. But for him to go at Nick Diaz like that and say that to him was special. It was indeed. All right, let's move real quick to this weekend. I know it's second to the boxing match, but McKenzie Dern and Marina Rodriguez is the main event. Strawweight division tomorrow, ESPN Plus fight night. You're not there. You're not post-show. You're not pre-show. You're not weighing. You're not nothing. So you can just watch this on TV. Um, in this main event, who do you like and why? I like Mackenzie Dern, and everybody's saying it's a, it's a strictly grappler versus striker matchup, but I actually think Mackenzie Dern striking will be the deciding factor in this fight. She punches just as hard. She may not be as crisp of a striker, but she punches just as hard, and she's going to use that to get in, take uh, Marina Rodriguez down, and then she's going to finish her. All right. Any other fights on the card that stand out to you? Charles Rosa, Charles Rosa Jackson. Charles, We've known him forever. Yeah, Charles Rosa, the homie from around the way. He's uh, plus one seventy yeah. underdog. And but Damon Jackson is just as good of a grappler, but Charles Rosa is a better finisher and, and a better competitor. I'm going with Charles Rosa for the upset. I'm going for Charles Rosa, a hometown kid. We've known him since Rise of a Warrior. Wish him the best. All right, that's it for this episode. Subscribe, tell your people do as well. Remember, we don't care. We do episodes when we want because we don't get paid. But thanks for listening. We'll catch you next time for the next episode of the Lover and the Fighter podcast.